are now listening to the Dad Rules Podcast with your hosts, Mario E. and Kid. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Dad Rules Podcast, where we help you dad better. I'm one of your hosts, Mario E. and Kid. What it do? Not much, man. Let's get to the topic. All right. All right. So today's topic is don't put all your eggs in one basket. I know most people have heard of that expression before. So today we're talking about weighing alternatives and not putting everything into one particular thing. All right. So kid, you want to start us off? Yeah, I'll go. Um, I started thinking about, you know, not putting all your eggs in one basket. And I started thinking about something that my dad told me as a kid and he he would enforce this all the time every time i started doing something new or started perfecting a skill or was getting involved in a new activity or anything he would always say that's good you need to be well-rounded and Mm. as my nephew grew up and um he got into things he was like yes he's He's going to be well-rounded. He's going to be well-rounded. And then now that I'm raising my son and how I have him doing different things, like Jonah loves to play the drums and we had him in soccer. And then now he's in swim lessons. And when I start talking about all that stuff with my dad, he said, he's going to be well-rounded. So with him being the oldest man in my dad council, I take heed to the information or the advice that he's giving me. So evidently he feels like it's very important for your child or for us to be well-rounded. I do feel like my dad made emphasis. He wanted us to play sports growing up. He wanted us to be in extracurricular activities growing up. He wanted us to be into our books, but he wanted us to also like be musicians. My dad was big into that. Um, yeah. We were, you know, active in the church and always did things um, in the community. You know, he always wanted us to stay active doing something and in a way giving back to the community as well. And I never really understood why he wanted us to be so active. But when I got to college, I kind of understood it. Because you have to have certain amount of experiences and be around different types of people. That way, when you get to college, you know how to have a conversation with somebody. You know how to get along with other people, even though they may be different from you. It's a lot of things Mm -hmm. that you learn there that only can be taught through our experiences. So I have made, you know, uh, I put a big emphasis on doing that with my son because I didn't want him to be unprepared for anything. Um, Mm -hmm. Me and my wife, we've always, well, my wife and I, we've always talked about how when he gets older, you know, you know, dads, you want your son to play sports or whatever. 
and I played sports in high school and played a little in college and I always wanted him to play sports. But we, me and my wife have had the conversation as well that what if he decides that he doesn't want to play sports? And I'm fine with that. But we both came to an agreement that said, hey, if he's not in sports, then he's going to have to do something. You're not going to go right. to school Absolutely. and then just come home. You're going to be in, you're going to get in the band. You're going to get in the chess club. You're going to get into, I don't know, something else. You're going to have to do something after school, something, maybe even karate or something like that. You're going to have to be involved in something because we want him to be well-rounded. And I feel like, and even going back to the college conversation, you know, sometimes you have kids that they focus on academics all through high school and they are just A1 academic all-stars, right? And then when they get to college, sometimes you might see what they don't get into a particular school. But see, the key is on that application, you have to put down all your extracurricular activities. What were you involved in? Why do they want- I was going to say that. Yeah. Why do they want to know about those extracurricular activities? Because it makes you a full whole, makes you a more whole person. Okay. Right. You can interact. You'll bring more value to the college. You're not just going to go to class and then go back to your room. You're going to be involved. You're going to do because college is more than just going to school, taking classes. You have different groups there at school that people want to get involved in and they have to have people in those programs, in those clubs to keep, it's the whole presentation of college. If you don't have that, those mm-hmm. outside, um, those extracurricular or things outside of academics, it wouldn't be so attractive for people to come. Okay. Right. You gotta, you gotta get out and meet people and stuff like that. They want more people like that in college. So, you know, and then when I got to my job, I understood you need to be well-rounded. I need to be able to talk about more things than just sports. I need to be able to talk about more things than just things on the job. And having a diverse background, you bring a whole lot to the table. You know, if you got one person that, that you're trying to hire for a job or whatever, and you got one person where they had straight A's, they went to college, they had straight A's in college, and they've been around one type of people their entire life. And then you have another kid that he got all B's in college, all B's in high school. And he has experiences with so many different types of people and been in so many different types of groups. I'm like, he's somebody we want to bring in here because we don't have just one kind of person here at this facility. We have all different types of people here. And mm-hmm. you would be able to fit in better because we have a diverse um, population here. And you would be able to be integrated into that a whole lot more easily than somebody that's maybe inside of, in their shell. So that's yeah. kind of what I thought about that. But I, I know you got some things that you can talk about and add to the conversation. Yeah, so you 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 touched on like a whole lot of what I was going to say. And uh you know, when you first started talking about with your dad, talking about being well-rounded, what I had kind of written down was I had always called it just being diverse. 
being diverse in thought, being diverse in experiences. And that's so true that, you know, uh, you know, my parents taught, taught me the same thing. And it's something that, you know, I've definitely put into my kids as well. You know, both my kids, you know, they, they do well in school academically. Uh, and then, you know, they also have, have done things with Taekwondo. And then they're also, uh, both of them play sports in high school. Uh, both of them, well, my son, he's not in high school yet, but I'm, I'm sure he'll, he'll end up probably playing some type of sport in high school, but he plays sports now. And, you know, just, just having that diversity of experiences and that way you're getting to learn and meet people from all different walks of life, all different types of background, being able to relate to people on multiple levels uh, and like your own bubble of people, you know, that you, that you live around with the only people that you go to church with or whatever the case may be. Right. Mm-hmm. And I was just going to bring up the same thing that you said, as far as with, uh, with school, with colleges, uh, one of the things that, you know, definitely they have on application that the school wants to know, the university wants to know, you know, what else do you do? I mean, mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, it's great if you made, if you had a 4.0 GPA or 5.0, 5.0 GPA or that's whatever, true. that's great. But, you know, what kind of clubs were you in in high school? What extracurricular activities were you in in high school? Uh, what, what other interests do you have? Because ultimately that, that college, that university, it's a business, right? And so they're looking for ambassadors to go into the workforce, to go into the real world and represent that college. Excellent. And so when you're in your, and when you're in the workforce, when you're uh, uh, just kind of, you know, wherever you are and those conversations come up, oh, where did you go to school? You know, they want well-rounded people, diverse people from different backgrounds that speak well and all these different things to be able to say, oh, I went to this university, or I went to this college. So then that inspires someone to say, oh yeah, that college over there, they, they, they produce, uh, you know, not just academically, but, you know, athletically and, and just from, from a humanity standpoint, you know, so, you know, they're, they're, they don't want, the, the college does not want you to put all your eggs into the one academic, right? They want you to be well-rounded. And even think about it, we're talking about don't put your eggs in one basket, right? I say that also with, you know, applying for colleges. Did you apply to just one college or did you apply to a couple colleges? Yeah. Why didn't you apply to just one college? Why? Because anything can happen, right? You, yeah. you, you saw a plethora of colleges that you were interested in. You didn't just say, now I know some people, I know some people who they only apply to one school because it was their dream school and it was that or nothing. But I know that it was against what their parents wanted them to do, mm-hmm. you know, and their parents wanted them to kind of apply to this school, apply to that school, apply to that school, and then make your decision based on that. But if yeah. you put your, all your eggs in that one basket, what if that one college says no? Yeah. What, what, what do you do then, right? One of the things I also wanted to kind of talk about was planning, the importance of planning. When you, when you talk about weighing your alternatives and not putting everything into one area, uh, it definitely takes planning, right? Yeah. And you definitely have to plan to succeed, you know, or you're going to be planning to fail. I'll just put it like that, right? right? Either you're planning to succeed or you're planning to fail. 
Yeah. And and so one of the things that you definitely have to do in in you know in 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 your trying not to put all your eggs in one basket, that planning piece is very important. And I, I think about you know it's a parable that Jesus told as far as talked about counting up the costs. It's over in Luke or whatever, Luke fourteen, I believe. But it talks about counting up the costs and you know when building a tower and all those types of things. But planning is so important, right? You have to make sure that you plan because the unexpected can happen. And, you know, Murphy's law, what can go wrong, will go wrong, all mm -hmm. those types of things sometimes. Yeah. But you just have to make sure that you don't, when you're, when you're thinking about, if you're going into a business venture, go in with eyes wide open and think, okay, uh, you know, this is my plan. This is my goal. But if this happens, this is how I'm going to adjust. If this happens, this is how I'm going to bounce back. You know, things like that. Because otherwise, if you go in with just, you know, one thing, if, if, if it doesn't work out, then you're, you're kind of stuck. Yeah. But plan, use some wisdom, you know, fathers, you know, mothers, teach your kids, you know, that if you're, if you're doing something like that, make sure you're planning, planning to succeed or else you're planning to fail. Okay. So just make sure you're doing that and, and you're kind of thinking through what could happen, what could happen. Okay, if this happens, I'm going to do this. You know, planning for those contingencies because you never know. Yeah, you made a you made a lot of good points there. Um, and uh, ironically, it's, it's it's funny that you uh, started talking about something that kind of is closely related to what I was thinking about going to next. And when I saw, you know, that we were going to be talking about not putting all your eggs in one basket, I start thinking about investments. That's just how my mind is wired now. So that was like the right. first thing I went to. And I said, you know, as fathers, it's our primary job to teach our kids about financial literacy, as well as investing and saving money. Um, and that's where I feel like allowances come into play. And I know a lot of people say, no, I'm not gonna give them allowance. They, they, uh, I pay for their rent and I pay for their food and their clothes and things like that. And I'm like, guys, you really need to start thinking about that. If you're gonna spend that money on them anyway, let's say you're gonna get, say your plan is to get your teenage son two pairs of tennis shoes for the beginning of the school year. Okay, and you already pretty much got that money set aside that this is what you're going to use to pay for his tennis shoes. Why not give him half of that week by week? Not not half of it, but I'm just saying, like, if you're going to give him a pair of shoes, why don't you just divide that up, that amount of money up into even one month and say, I'm going to give you a little bit of money. If you really want these shoes at the end of the month, I'm going to get them for you. I mean, you can, you can use the money to do that. That way that they learn by giving them little at a time, they learn how to save that money and know how to make judgment when it comes to their money. And also- You know how big of an, just let me just say this real quick. Do you know how big that is, what you just said? That right there, uh, it is so much of a learning opportunity for our kids. Yeah. Just a simple unallowance, mm -hmm. even if it's, I don't, I don't, I'm just, if it's, you know, your son is four, mm -hmm. if you gave him, you know, $5 a week, that gets him in the mindset of, 
this is what money is. This is what money can do for me. This is how I need to treat money. All those types of things, no matter how old your kid is, you know, and, and, and that, that is so important. It's, it, it's so much of a learning opportunity and a learning tool that you can use for your kids as far as having an allowance. It doesn't have to be something big. It could be just something just, just enough so that they understand the importance of money. And it, it's just huge. I just wanted to say that real quick. And and it's like the thing I don't I don't get either is like it's you have to teach your kids to budget. And what what well my child is gonna be a millionaire when they get older. Okay, that's fine. Even being a millionaire, you need to know how to budget your money. Mm-hmm. Everybody should be living on some type of budget. Okay. If you're a millionaire, you you can't spend two hundred thousand dollars a month. If you are a millionaire, you got a million dollars and that's set and you have no other streams of income coming in and you spend $200,000 a month, you're going to be broke before six months comes around. Right. So it doesn't matter how much money you have, you have to budget whatever you have. So with our kids, if we can teach them how to budget that money, not putting all and even with investments and things, and you know, I'm not a huge advocate of the stock market. You know, I, I've seen, you know, the good of it and I've seen the bad of it. So I'm kind of, I'm more into investments that I can see, touch and feel mm-hmm. than what's on my screen on the Robinhood app. <laughs> That's just me, but I I know it. I know it works. And I know a lot of people make their money that way, but I just think about it even like that. Showing your kids how to invest, like even in the stock market, will be valuable. You say, "Hey, son, I put this amount in here, or you put this amount in here, and then you get to pick where you want to invest your money, and look at the returns you get when the stock does good." You'll get a little bit here, a little bit there. You see how that money is working for itself? And then they can start thinking. And I feel like that's another thing is to, and that's another thing about putting all um, your eggs in one basket. When they get into the workforce, do you want to put all your eggs into the basket of your employer? Or do you want to have some side guess we could say side hustles yeah. going on, some side businesses going on for yourself, you know, so you can, in, in case you lose your job, then you got some other things that you can depend on. Or if one business over here goes bad, then you got these other three businesses that can sustain you. So I feel like that it's such, it can start really, really small, but it can get so big. But I think we have to start training our kids how to think outside the box when it comes to employment, making money and budgeting and investing. We have to get them to start thinking outside of the box. And like, even with Jonah, it's like, all right, you need some money. Let's do a lemonade stand. Get them out there. You got your lemonade stand. How can you grow this business, Jonah? What can you do? What could we do that you could make more money than you're making right now? First thing he might say, well, dad, we're selling lemonade now. What if we start selling sweet tea? Then we probably could get some more people to come. I'm like, okay, yeah. But what if 
you could have another stand over where your grandmother lives and you still have this thing yeah. going over here. Yeah. So you can That's have huge, man. two stands. And then what if you could put another stand um, near where your school is at? You put another lemonade stand over there. And then, then you got three lemonade stands that you're drawing money from. And then you're not even working full time at each. Those are the, that's the ways that we can teach them from a, a small, low level and, and build it up. And I'm telling you, one of the first businesses that's the easiest business for kids to get into. And, and all you got to do is go to, all you got to do is just go to Sam's Club. Shout out to Sam's Club. If, we, we, if y'all want to sponsor the podcast, you're more than welcome to do that. Um, <laughs> but just going to Sam's club and going to get the candy bars over there and, and teaching your child say, Hey, this costs $10 a box. You got 10 pieces of candy in here. If you sell these pieces of candy for $2 each, you'll make a certain amount of money, man. And then you can tell them, Hey, you want to make more money? Well, your best friend next door, he wants to make some money too. You get him a box, let him go sell the candy and you pay him a percentage or you pay him half of the prop. Like you have to teach your kids how to do this, man. They need our help. They need our help because society is telling them, hey man, go get a job. Go get a job and work, you know, so. Yeah. Oh, I love that, man. I love that. Yeah, you're right. You, you, I had like 20 different things going on when you were saying that. But yeah, you're you're right, though. You're absolutely right, man. You you got, and it's so simple to do. Yeah, it's so simple to teach our kids those things. But um, I don't know. Sometimes we just don't. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's it's so simple to teach our kids that, and it's just about you know not relying on just just one thing. You know, it's. It's, it's messed up, man, where I've seen people work at places for 30 years. Yeah. Bro, I've seen people work at, a, work at one building for 30 years, 20 years, 15 years, and that building or that place of employment says, we're closing the doors today. And it's so sad that you see those people now they come to, to, you know, to my workplace or to my company or whatever, and they put there, they put their everything into that one place, mm-hmm. you know, and they didn't have anything else. And it's, it's so sad when those things happen, right. Where, you know, they, they put all their eggs in one basket yeah, and that one basket let them down. That one basket fell or those eggs fell out of that one basket. And it's like, man, you know, and yeah. we, you just got to have some diversity of of strings, multiple streams of income, like you talked about, and just have some ingenuity. It's tough, man, but you know, those little small lessons can de- definitely help your kids be set for that next generation, for your legacy. To you know, hey, you know, living like that, you yeah. know, and that's and that's the progression that we want to see. And I think it's so, you know, when I'm, I'm sitting down and if I'm interviewing somebody and they're like, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm, why, why are you interested in coming here? And, you know, oh, well, the last place I worked, you know, they shut down after X amount of years. And it's just, it's sad, man. Yeah. And, and we just, we just have to have a different way of thinking about things. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because 
and and that's another thing too. Like I know sometimes um, I had a recent experience um, where a young man was coming to me and talked to me about an investment, and um, I just tried to drop some knowledge at him and just told him. He said, "It's good that you're investing. I'm glad you got that that mindset." And I just you know encouraged him and told him like, "Man, you know, it's nothing wrong with what you're doing." I said, "Just make sure that you." continuing continuing to invest in um, smart investments, secure investments. It's okay to take risk, but those risks need to be calculated. Um, nobody's saying that you need to take all of your life savings and dump it all into one investment. That's where you mess up at. And, and even the groundwork for like mutual funds, you think about that and how they may take five different businesses that they invest your money in. That's because if one business goes under, then your whole investment doesn't just crumble to the ground. It's all right. about diversifying your investment. And I feel like we have to be like that with our kids. Now, I feel like that, that there's um, is an interesting um, point I would like to make about putting all your eggs in one basket, when it, even when it comes to relationships and we have to we have the foresight that we have to see who our kids are engaged with we have to see who our sons and daughters are dating and if we see that it's getting too serious with somebody that we feel that we might not approve of because we can see things that they can't see and sometimes I've, mm -hmm. I've seen people put all their eggs in a basket with a person for five and 10 years and they just waste time in their life. And we have to tell them, look, man, you're the age right now. I'm not telling you to just, I'm telling you, you need to date a lot of people. You need to meet a lot of people. You need to see what's out here. I mean, don't waste too much time, you know, trying to find a perfect person because it's never going to be a perfect person, but you know, we have to be, because I think sometimes people get consumed with another person and it can be dangerous when you have put everything into a relationship and that person is not putting everything that they have into the relationship. And you can waste a lot of time. You can make a lot of mistakes. And I think as fathers, we have to be there for our sons and daughters to kind of be those eyes and advise them and try and help them. They're not gonna listen all the time, but we have to do our part as parents to give them the best advice possible. Yeah, I was, I was just gonna say that, you know, all the time in those situations, uh, you know, people don't want to hear that advice, mm -hmm. um, but it's good to know so it's good to have that relationship to where you can have those conversations. Um, whether if they, if whether you you drop in subtle hints or you just have a conversation with them, but sometimes you know when people got their mind made up and they're putting all their eggs into this, you know, basket over here with this person. Yeah, they don't want to hear how this person has some flaws because mm -hmm. I've been there. You know, oh, yeah. where, you know, I didn't, I didn't want to hear any, any, the good advice that someone was trying to give me about, you know, a certain person. And 
I'm glad those people still made themselves available and they still were able to tell me. I didn't want to hear it at the time, but later on, I heard it. I heard it loud and clear. I saw it loud and clear. Yeah. And, you know, I wish I had listened sooner, but um, yeah, as a, as a parent though, yeah, you got to realize that sometimes they're not going to want to hear that advice. They're not going to want to hear it because they want to do what they want to do. And uh, it's just making yourself available when when they do ask and when they when the time comes and they do you know want to talk about it that you're there that you're yeah. keeping those lines of communications open that you're not them out just because they're not doing what you want them to do you know we we can't you can't do that right yeah. so but that's that's very important too good deal you all um, got anything else on the topic no <laughs> all right so we're going on to our next uh, segment of the podcast, and it's our Ask the Dad segment of the podcast. And today, we're going to be talking about, can't believe we're talking about this, but we're going to talk about it. Gossip. <laughs> All right. We're talking about gossip. And what we're actually going to be talking about with gossip is, it's so funny how this thing came up. Um, one of my friends was having a discussion, and I think it was on Facebook, and she was I think she had made the statement or she had reposted somebody's statement saying that um, men say that they don't gossip, but they gossip as much or oftentimes more than women. Then when she said this and, and, yeah. and that, <laughs> <laughs> when she said this, the thing that intrigued me so much was the comments below and how it was so many women that were in agreement with this. And I'm not sure how many men were really in agreement with this, but um, I, I felt like this was something that uh, we definitely needed to talk about. We needed to talk about first establishing whether men indeed gossip or, and we also need to discuss how do we advise our sons as well as daughters about gossip. Now, when I say daughters, I, I don't know how, I don't know how, I'm not a woman, so I don't know how women maneuver around this topic of gossip. But as a man, I cannot look at you in a, with a straight face and say, yes, I love to gossip. No, I'm not gonna call Mario E and say, Hey man, tell me the tea. No, that's not that's not how we do. Um, that's not happening. <laughs> and then my man Damon Dash, he always says, "Do not be a chatty patty." With yeah. that being said, I do feel like that men from time to time do discuss issues. I do feel like there is a need for men to discuss issues. Um, I don't feel like it should be messy. I don't feel like it should be sloppy. Um, I feel like it should be a direct conversation. Um, the thing about men, and this is just me, and I'm speaking for myself, and you know, people in the comments can tell me how you feel. Um, but I look at it like this. If I get on the phone and I call Mario and we're discussing an issue about another man or something like that or something that happened or something that was going on. 
I'm prepared that whatever I say on the phone with him, with Mario, then the person that I may be speaking about, I can say whatever I said directly to them and be direct with my delivery. Um, I don't know if, to me, I just always seen like gossip was something that people said behind people's back, but then when they got to that person, they don't carry that conversation the same way. But a lot of times when I'm having a conversation, that same energy that I have on the phone, if I if that person was right there, I would have that same energy. That's not to say that I'm just this tough guy or anything like that, but I just feel like that that's the type of things that uh, men do. And I've had a situation here recently where um, I had a group of friends and we kind of had a mix up. And sometimes it is best to really talk I wouldn't say so much about that other person, but discuss the issues that you're having with that person to get that perspective from another friend to kind of say, hey, did you see it like that? And then the thing about the circle of friends that I have is that that person would say, man, we all need to have a sit down. We all need to have a talk about it, you know? And it went on that we actually did have a talk about it. And everybody got on the phone and we were able to really hash things out and put everything out there on the line. And everything that I, I can't even, I don't even like using behind the back because it's just like you just discussing things. And everything that I discussed, I didn't hold back when I got in front of that person. So is that really coming from a bad place? Is that really gossip? When, I don't know, when, when you really, at the end of the day, you have that person's best interest at heart, but you just being firm and direct when you talk to them and really trying to get to the bottom of things. Now, if it's something that happened, I mean, I just feel like it's just exchanging information on something that happened. Like, I don't feel like it's a whole giggly, like, oh my gosh, man, we, guess what such and such did, bro? This is this and this is that. Like, I don't feel like that's what we sit around and do. Yeah. I feel like we talk about things. There's other things that even me and you talk about. And it's like, it just comes from a different place. Yeah. Because it's been, sometimes it'd be like genuine people that you really care about and you love that you find out something about, man, and it can be hurtful for you. You'd be like, man, you know what? And you know I love such and such to death, man, but that that just happened, man, like, I, I don't know. And me and you had a situation like that recently. We was like, yep. man, man, I, I'm praying for them, man. Like, that's that's tough, man. Yeah. You know, that they going through yeah. that, you know, right now. Yeah. But I, I just so, don't So to me, yeah, so, Here's the way I look at it, right? So I think we all have a, a I, I like what I think about gossip. I think about the teenage girl <laughs> on the phone. Yeah. Girl, did you hear about what such such did? That's that's what I think about when I think about <laughs> gossip. And no, the the guys that's in my circle, we don't do that. Yeah. Okay, we don't, I don't. I, I don't think I've ever called you and the first thing I say, yo kid, did you hear about? 
I ain't never done that in my life. You haven't. Never. Like that. Nah. And if I did do that, you'd probably be looking at the phone like, man, what you on? You know, <laughs> if, if that did happen, right? And vice versa. If you yeah. call me and the first thing you say, bro, did you hear about? Man, don't call me with that mess. Mm. You know, that's how I probably would, you know. So, I, no, I don't, I don't, it, it, that's how I look at gossip, right? Yeah. But there are times, yes, like you said, when when we talk with other guys or we you and I are talking or whatever and we're talking about situations that are happening that just happened and yeah. we're talking about it and to me that's not necessarily gossiping okay yeah. now here's the way I define gossip though rumors hearsay and all that stuff that's gossiping, okay? That's to me, that's gossip. If we're talking about something that happened that's confirmed and we're talking about how we feel about it and how is it that, you know, man, you know, you know, uh, like like the situation you were talking about, you know, like we're like, you know, genuinely hurt that this happened to someone that we know, you know, that's, to me, that's not gossiping. What yeah. we were doing at that time, that wasn't gossiping. Now, if I'm calling you and it's like, Man, I heard such a, when you get to, I heard, if yeah. you don't know, that's gossiping, you spreading yeah. gossip. You know, if I call you with the intent to tell you something that I heard that I don't know that's true or not, to me, that's gossiping. And now do men gossip? Absolutely. I know people that do gossip. I know men who have said stuff like, you know, hey, what's the gossip for the day? And I'm like, are you serious? Yeah, I, I I know of some people that, that have done that. And to me, this is like, bro, like, serious? You know, but if you're asking me, have I ever, um, you know, dabbled? <laughs> I'm going to use it like that. Have I ever dabbled in gossip? Like, I heard this. Yeah, yeah I think yeah. everybody has it to some to, to some degree. Where if That's it, what whether I heard. You're the one spreading it or if it came to you. Because sometimes... We think about what we do now, right? How many times do you know Kanye West personally? Yeah, no, I don't. So yeah. Do you know Jay-Z personally? Do you know did you know Steve Jobs personally? Did no. you do you know uh what's my man from uh, Bill Gates? Bill Gates, what was going on with him and his wife, Jeff yeah. um Bezos, him and his wife. Do you know these people personally? No, you don't. But I heard that this is that's gossiping. If you want to get down to the to the meat of it, right? Yeah. But you know, I don't sit back and make it my everything. You know, like, like I'm not. Oh, I heard this. It. You know what I mean? So it's it's one of those things you just gonna be careful with because gossiping is real and you can get caught up in it. Maybe you're not the one spreading it, but if it's coming to you, it can be like, oh man, I man, I can't believe that. You know, and so yeah. it's just just one of those things where yes so men do gossip you know do they gossip as much as women i don't know i think probably both gossip you man, know man it should not much. be it should <laughs> not be man it should not be as much as women man like yeah. like seriously man like i don't know like i i guess like as a kid too when i was younger it's like if you came to me you was like man i'm thinking about talking to this girl or whatever and then I, I know her and I'm like, I don't know if you ought to do that, man. I heard this, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Like, 
I might not know, but like, I'm still like just giving you some valuable information that you need to know, like before you get, you know, engaged in, you know, contact or relationship mm -hmm. with this, this lady or whatever. Yeah. So it happens. We, we, we kind of, I'm gonna tell you this. I don't know what the rules are for women. I can't speak on women. We would have to get a woman to come on here and, and talk about, you know, what they really feel like gossip is, but I don't long for gossip. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't like I said, I don't call you and be like, man, what you, what you been hearing? You been hearing anything new or nothing like that? Like, that's not what I hear. But like, if something happened or something like that and you tell me, we might discuss it. And then that's, that's it. But like, I'll tell you right now, men are not going to go to each other talking a whole lot of crazy stuff to another guy because there's always a chance that that word that you say will get back to that other person. Mm -hmm. And when that word gets back to that other person with men, it's always a low level threat of violence. And when there's a low level threat of violence, we maneuver and we move a little bit differently. Okay. Because if a man, you say something to that man, and then when y'all see each other in public, it may be some action ready to take place. I don't know if those rules actually apply to women, but I know that men, when we're having a discussion with each other, no matter how direct you want to be, you got to keep yourself from being disrespectful because any given situation with two men and the testosterone pumping, there can be um, there can be some blows exchanged when it comes to that. It can get physical. So, you know, mm -hmm. I, I don't know. I guess that's kind of why we just look at things differently. And I, I know like, I know I've heard like a guy or something like that, such and such a say something to you. And it's like, once you get a little bit older and somebody says something about you, it's just like, man, whatever. Cause you get in your mind, like if they didn't say it to my face, then why should I entertain it? But like, that's little kid stuff. I, I mean, as you get older, I mean, I know me and maybe that's because my circle is different, but with me, I'm not approached with that crazy stuff like that anymore. Yeah. But yeah, I think, I think to sum it all up, I think, like you said, men, do gossip, but hopefully most men don't. Yeah. Hopefully most men just discuss about issues that happen that are not hearsay, but it's, I heard from such and such mouth, they told me X, Y, Z, you know, and you I know. think, I think, uh, I'm putting it to you like this. I think, uh, I think teenage boys gossip for sure. I think like, again, I think, I think everybody has gossiped at some point in time. But is that but girl I, driven though? Is that I mean, girl some driven? of it is because I'm sitting here thinking back on conversations that I had as a teenage boy. Yeah. Yeah. And it was like, yo, she, I heard she this and I heard, yeah, that's gossiping at the, yes. at the end of the day, no matter what you want to say about it, that's gossiping. Cause if you don't know, then you gossiping. You know, if there's a rumor, you gossiping. Yeah. A lot of times now, again. Not saying this girl driven like this girl's false, but I'm just saying like, it's 
stemming from the about email. Of a girl. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Might have oh, some yeah, for sure. In, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's 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 the way I meant it. I didn't mean it like is you know, in a, in a bad way toward women or something like that. But no, it's uh, a lot of times you know when when guys do it is it tends to be about that. Um, sometimes it could be about pocket watching somebody else, some other guy. Um, I th again, like I said, it happens. Um, I think a lot of times though, uh, for guys, it seems to it gets brought to the guy, you know, in some type of way, cool. you know, but then other times, you know, guys, I know guys who, 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 who go around talking about what's the gossip for the day and stuff like that. And so <laughs> they're the ones spreading it just as well. So it's yeah. just, I don't know, like, again, it just looks different on both. Right. Even like I said, the way I always think about gossip, I think about the teenage girl on the phone, saying it like that but gossip for a guy can be the same way or it just looks a little bit different but it's it's still gossip nonetheless i wouldn't need i can't sit here and say who gossips more i think both i think men and women women gossip it just looks different and so i just think it, it looks, looks different. different yeah i think we, it looks we need the definition of gossip that's what we need the yeah. the exact definition of gossip because i i don't know what that Precisely. To me, to me, I, I did, when I think of gossip, I think at the, at the root of it, it's uh, rumor, innuendo, hearsay. That's what I think about when I think about what gossip is. Yeah. But yeah, let us know in the comments what, what you what you define gossip as, and it says casual men gossip more than women do. Good. Let me gossip more than men. Says casual or unconstrained conversation or reports about other people typically involving details that are not confirmed as being true. If you're talking about Rumors. facts, then that's not gossip. It has not been gossip, is that it hasn't been confirmed that it's true. But how often do we discuss something that has not been confirmed as being true? Because the conversation with me ends when they say, I don't know, but this is what I heard. And I'm like, well, has that been confirmed? Like, do you know that that's it? No, nah, I don't yeah. know. I just, you Are know, you such, cool? such from her, such, such, such. You're not credible. So it ain't yeah. worth talking about. Right. So I don't know. But you got anything else on the topic? No, I don't. All right. Well, it's Mario E and Kids signing out. Thank you for listening to the Dad Rules Podcast with your host, Mario E and Kid. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Also, follow and like us on Facebook and Instagram. You can find our podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podcast Addict, Breaker, and Player FM. Till next time.